going on the Winners Win Podcast, your boy Loso 2.0. And today, we're going to talk about Abaddon and his metaphysical definition. Now, before we get started, let's do some housekeeping things. Make sure you like this video, share, subscribe to the Winners Win channel. If you listen to this on any type of podcast platform, leave a five-star review and leave a review below so I can figure out how I can better serve you. Now... <clears throat> Before you start, we're going to talk about Abaddon, right? Now, Abaddon in Hebrew means destroyer or destruction. Now, where am I getting these definitions from? Um, as you know, we have the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary by Charles Fermore. I talk to you guys about this. Definitely studying up on this every single time you can get a chance. We always talk about the importance of studying the word, but actual words, right? I actually talked to a mentor yesterday and finally got the exact number for you guys. It is 13. You should have a minimum of 13 dictionaries in your possession. I have two, so I'm working on getting 11 more. Now, <clears throat> like I said, it means destroyer or destruction, okay? So Abaddon was called Apollyon in the Greek tongue, right? It's said to be the king over the great army of locusts that came from the abyss to destroy in Revelations chapter 9, verse 2, 3, 11. So he was someone in the Greek, uh, you know, basically the king of a huge army of locusts, which if you don't know what locusts are, I'm going to actually look that up right now. But you know, of course, um, what what I'm saying right is that uh when I what lo what the actual Bible is talking about is not a physical locust because it also represents everything represents something but a locust is a species of short horn short horn grasshoppers in the family Acridiidae that have a swarming phase. These insects are usually solitary, but under certain circumstances, they become more abundant and change their behavior and habits and become gregarious, which that is uh a little bit of a mouthful. Now, that is what he was thinking. Now, metaphysically, that this name has reference to a very destructive belief of man is evident from the meaning of the name and from the ninth chapter of Revelation. So, obviously, if we just talked about it. It means destroyer or destruction. And being over an army of locusts, I can only assume that they, you know, said they came to destroy. So, that actually does make sense. So, <clears throat> it says... From Exodus chapter 10 through 14, uh, chapter 10, verse 14, 15, and Joel chapter 2, verse 3 through 10, compare these texts with the references and you will see that they are all speaking of the same thing. One can get an idea of the destructiveness of the locusts of Palestine and the surrounding countries. So these locusts were coming to destroy. And you actually get the idea of that when you compare the two texts from Joel and Exodus. It says they quite commonly came up like great armies and ate every living plant in their path. Now, that can actually be dangerous, right? Not saying they're coming to eat humans, but eating plants. We need plants. Trees give us oxygen. So that means they're taking away oxygen. And some plants we eat, so they're taking away from food from us. So they actually are coming and taking that stuff and they're eating it and destroying it. The leaves and the branches of the trees, just talk about that, trees create oxygen for us to survive but now also trees are and it's going to talk about too kind of goes to our they similar look similar to the way our neurological system is set up too it's the spines of brand uh tree and it lets off the different branches and neurons go into the different parts of your body to make you be able to do and move things in different ways and me move my hands like this is my brain shooting firing crazy 
So it says, so Abaddon must stand for the air belief in utter destruction of life and form. So this is a mindset, right? When you have Abaddon in you, that means you have an air belief that everything about destruction and of life and the form. The true life principle can never be destroyed. So truly your spirit and your life could never truly be destroyed. Only the outer form of man's belief is materiality is destructible. So the only thing that really can be destroyed is the physical, that carnal mind. When you go through the Bible, and I'll talk to my mentor Tink about this too. When you go through the Bible, every story is pretty much this similar. It's talking about the difference between the lower self or the animal nature man or the higher self, which is our spiritual self. So only the lower self in the man is actually destructible and can be destroyed. So long as a man's belief is materially or destruction, the outer destruction of forms will take place. So, so far as you're focused on all that stuff, that is what will be destroyed. So recap so far, Abaddon was a king who ruled over an army of locusts. And locusts, they're like these little horned grasshoppers that literally just eat everything. They, they ate all the plants and trees. And as we know, the trees giving oxygen to us, the plants, some of them are edible to us. And they were just destroying everything. Abaddon was just making them, just go ahead and just take them things out. But that's not, you know, that's the story what happened. But metaphysically and mentally, it is just that utter destruction, like a destruction mindset. The mindset of everything is kind of like a real negative person, right? But the true person knows that life and spirit can never really be destroyed. Only your physical material body is the only thing that could be destroyed. Your material and carnal mind itself is the only thing that can be destroyed or is destructible. So when you look so far as you keep thinking of just mentally and or not thinking on a mental level and just thinking on a physical level, you're continuing to have everything be destroyed because you're only on a carnal or on that physical plane. So it says it is very necessary, therefore, that the thought of the possibility of life's being destructible or any way limited be erased entirely from the consciousness. So this is saying take away those limits. Don't think about the limits of, you know, don't don't keep thinking about the limits of everything that you have. Start thinking about the what you can do to overcome these limits. So limit if you start to limit yourself and even think that limits even exist, they will exist because what you you think that that saying it's an old saying that says you can do anything you put your mind to. Now, if you put your mind to limits, then these are the things that will happen. You will be limited because your mind is limited. But if you can think of how to blow past these mind these limits, you're just they don't exist. They're non-existent. Just like fear and pressure, they're non-existent. So it says, excuse me. There is only one present and one power in the universe, the good omnipresent, omnipotent. Life is omnipresent. Omni means all around, around you, right? Eternal, sure. Life cannot be destroyed because it is God himself. Life is God. God is life. It cannot be destroyed at all. You have, you have, you you are made in the image and the likeness of the most high. You are a God, lowercase g. So you have to see how you can push yourself back, you know, above those limits. Stop creating limits for yourself in your mind. And you will see how much more you grow because you were literally just putting limits on yourself. So that's really all I have for you guys today. If you are listening to us on any type of podcast platform, like I said, leave a five-star review and leave a review below so I can see I can better serve you. If you watch this on YouTube, like this video, share it, subscribe to the Winners Win channel. 
Keep killing the day, guys. Winners win, losers lose, and you pray for success like this. 2.0 out.